Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning, Stu. Uh, where's Angie? <sighs> she's on vacation. You do this every time. <laughs> oh, for, for how long? The week? All week long, she's not here. She's she's off in PEI with her family. Okay. Uh, good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. It's, it, was, it was a hot and stinky weekend in the nation's capital. <laughs> I love that you say this. The guy who has a backyard pool and keeps his house at 17 degrees. <laughs> 19 degrees, by the way. Uh, yeah, you know what I did all weekend? I was slaving away in no AC doing renovations, uh, inside and outside. So that was a whole lot of fun. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it's, I honestly, like, it was such a good feeling when I woke up this morning, I stepped out of our bedroom and into the rest of the apartment and I felt the cool air because we left our windows open last night. It's, you know, it's only 16 degrees right now. So finally our house has cooled down. <laughs> it's so nice. Well, my garage door yesterday didn't work. And since seven o'clock in the morning, I thought I fixed it. And then it didn't. And then when I was making supper last night, it started acting up again. So that was my day yesterday. Mm. If, you, if anybody cares. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Friday was awesome because uh, I saw you at the uh, Greek fest. Yeah, that was my first time ever going to Greek Fest, and boy, would I recommend it. <laughs> you had a lot of food? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw on Instagram, but I kind of went in and pretty much bought almost everything on the menu. <laughs> you did too, though. I, I, I saw the tray you walked away with. Well, it, was only, it wasn't only for me. I shared with my family. Sure you did. Yes. Yeah. Well, what was your favorite on the menu? Uh, the, nobody makes tzatziki like the Greeks. Mm-hmm. I've tried before. I cannot. Mm-hmm. There's something about the Greek culture that when they make tzatziki, they, they have this magic. They put magic in it. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you that that uh, the lamb platter, because they, you know, I was there for most of the afternoon leading up to the event getting kicked off. And there were just all of these men cooking whole lambs over the coals. It smelled amazing. Yeah. And they were bringing them in and cooking new ones and bringing them in. Like they were ready to feed the masses there. And uh, we had a, a lamb platter dinner, and that was just, like, I've never had anything like that before in my life. <laughs> when it's fresh like that, it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. And you so put it good. in a pita with some of that tzatziki. Oh, yeah. God. Unbelievable. So if you're feeling a little jealous, like you missed out uh, right now, don't worry. Greek Fest is on this weekend as well. Yes. <laughs> so uh, it'll kick off on Friday again, uh, 4.30 until 10 o'clock, and you'll all find that all out at the Hellenic Center. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, gather around the old radio for another useless fact. Not mind-blowing, but useless uh, nonetheless. You know there are three countries in the world that don't officially use a metric system? system? Yeah, I knew there was, yeah, I did. What are the three uh, countries that don't use a metric system? I don't know what the other two are, but obviously, like, the United States is one of them. Yes. Liberia and Myanmar. Myanmar? Is that how you pronounce it? I I think so. Myanmar. Myanmar. (laughs) Myanmar, Liberia, and the estates do not use a metric system. Why do we use a metric, metric system in this country? Wait, you don't want you want to use Imperial? Yeah. Why? Because I I can't I don't I can't I know what a foot is I know what like three feet is I I don't know what like uh, sixty centimeters is is. 
I yeah, Canada's to- weird because we still do some of our stuff in Imperial and metric, but like the metric system is pretty much universal, as you just stated. Almost everybody uses it, and it makes way more sense. I mean, it's it's multiples of ten. There's there's like ten millimeters in a centimeter. There's ten centimeters, like. You know, like it's all multiples of 10. It makes so much more sense than the imperial system. If you're not good at math, which I am not good at math, that's why I don't like it. Multiples of 10 are very easy. Not if you're me. Well, like how many kilograms kilograms are in a ton? Like I have no work? idea. How many yards are in a kilom- or in a in a in a mile? You don't a, know. A but yard I can, I can understand. <laughs> I understand yardage, but I don't understand like weight. Yeah. It's always bugged me. I never understood it. Okay, well, you can pretend to just still, like, you can go and, and, and be with those other three countries then. Okay. It I'm, makes no sense for us to be in the imperial system, and uh, the rest of the world needs to get on the metric system. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, time to rate the fact. <laughs> Do I even ask you, Janelle? No, I already knew there were three countries who were in, uh, who were in the only, metric. Uh, Janelle, you only knew one of them. Yeah, and I still don't remember the names of the other two. You just told me four times. <laughs> I'll tell you a fifth time. It's Liberia, Myanmar, and the States. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. to, to the uh, good texture we go, you get a point per country, three out of ten from Gusto. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. That sounds about accurate for me. Um, from Bitterman and his wife, uh, Bitterman, the useless aspect is a ten, but interest-wise, just a one. And from the wife, nice and useless for a Monday, giving you an eight this morning. I like Bitterman's wife. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan is Neurotic Mama gives him a 10, and she agrees with me. So dumb. <laughs> Donald, the dice guy here, he says, the fact doesn't measure up, and I give you a six. What do you mean the fact doesn't measure up? It's a play on words. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Connie, the wound care nurse, it's also Stu that you not not go to school in metric. When you try to convert the time from one time to that, it screws you up. Anyways, when did it, when did the system change for you when you were in school? No, actually, you, I started. You went in metric, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. My yeah. dad had it change on him. <laughs> He's oh. like, "You're not as old as my dad." <laughs> so yeah, you should know the metric systems too. <laughs> I, I never, I never. Math was never good for me. I left high school grade nine math. Uh... Hall of Fame uh, member Bosch Traveler. I like this fact, and I give you a metric ten. Mm, Dad's little Finler didn't know there were three countries who use Imperial, and yeah, metric is way smarter. Six, I guess. What do you mean you guess? Well, I'm, I get that kind of sounds like he wasn't that impressed with your fact. Wow. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Now, I know this movie came out months ago, but Top Gun is still breaking records in the box office. So uh, the new Top Gun Maverick movie actually just overcame the Titanic and has officially made more money than the Titanic uh, ever did in the box office. Wow. Yeah. That makes it the number seven most grossed, grossing movie of all time, like highest in the box office sales domestically. Over $662 million in tickets sold to go uh, uh, check out that movie. So... Pretty big feat. If you're wondering what other movies are still on the list for them to climb and try and beat, Marvel's Avengers Infinity War, uh, Black Panther, Avatar, Spider-Man, No Way Home, um, and then uh, Avengers Endgame, and then Star Wars The Force Awakens is in the number one spot. It's 
almost made a billion dollars. <laughs> That's incredible. And I mean, Top Gun Maverick's still in the theater, so who knows? Maybe it can continue to climb and you can still see it if you have been putting it off that long. Now, Britney Spears over the weekend reacted to her ex-husband Kevin Federline's recent interview and the comments that, uh, you know, about her relationship with her sons, her conservatorship, a lot of things. We haven't heard a lot from him throughout all of this in the last, you know, half a year as Britney has come out of that conservatorship. And uh, this wasn't very good. You know, she's Britney now has another person on her list of people that she does not like. God, <laughs> and, and it never were, ends. They were pretty amicable, though. But um, Kevin basically says, yeah, no, my sons who are uh, 16 and 15, they don't want to see their mom. It's their choice. And they haven't seen her in months. He said it's because her Instagram page and the way she handles herself and some of the nude photos or the dancing videos and things that she posts on Instagram so Brittany has responded and, you know, said, this is just all so hurtful. It saddens me that you would even discuss my relationship with my children publicly like this. Like, it's really none of your business and none of your business to share. And Kevin Federline also kind of praised her dad for saving her life by oh. putting her in that conservatorship. No. So. He's kind of letting his true color show, and um, Brittany was pretty hurt by that. She has now asked him to maybe check out some of her videos, like her big booty video, she said, uh, that he should watch. She says that other artists have made much worse videos online, and that was when their kids were, you know, really young. And also said that, you know, during her conservatorship, she was controlled, monitored for nearly 15 years and just wanted to remind him that she even needed permission to take Tylenol. So it shows a lot about the fact that he believes her dad was doing a good thing in uh, keeping her there. Kevin Federline seems like a bit of a meatball to me. Yep. And uh, that's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. Stuntman's do Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Who does what at your house? Because the more you dive into this and chat with other people about it, you realize that your system at home doesn't work for other people. And nope. there's just certain things that we kind of gravitate to and eventually you fall in those roles and you just know that those are your jobs you do it you do it without being asked and that's just how life goes on exactly <laughs> so in your house Stu, like i'm talking about like the daily household chores or just maybe certain like weekly tasks that need to be done who's doing what at your place i'm doing everything in the kitchen my wife takes care of washing the clothes and everything else so all you do is cook? Well, I cook. <laughs> I cook and I, I clean the kitchen. I don't know why I clean the kitchen because every time I clean the kitchen, there's a child that puts something in the sink, mm -hmm. not the dishwasher. And they say, I, I, I get mad at them. I say, do you know where the dishwasher is? It's right next to the sink. Mm -hmm. And then they chime back with, you don't like the way you put the dishes in the dishwasher. Yeah, it's kind of true, though. <laughs> there's a system, and I'm not going to go through the system, but there, there's a way I like dishes to be washed. Mm -hmm. And nobody in this house understands that. But you're not doing any sort of other, like, cleaning in the house? No. No. Oh. Who puts out the garbage? Uh, no, I put out the garbage. Okay, uh, so you do that. Okay. Yeah, I do that and clean the kitchen and cook. Okay. Interesting. You know, I had this conversation with my friends over the weekend, and I was actually surprised at how many of the guys in uh, the relationship were doing the cooking. Yeah. 
Yeah, like it was kind of shocking. Adam only ever cooks breakfast for us pretty much on the weekend. And he does his own meal prep for his lunches to go to work. But like I am making dinner almost like every single night. And I get, you know, we work early morning, so we're around and stuff like that. But even on the weekends, I find I'm always in the kitchen making dinner. And as for the household chores, like, I mean, I'm going out. I'm doing all of the grocery shopping for us. Um, when it comes to cleaning things in the house, we have our roles. And uh, I basically do all of the dusting. And then I clean the bathrooms. And he will then clean the kitchen and do the vacuuming. But there's one thing that I just, like, simply will not touch. And that is the garbage i don't take the garbage out to the road he does that every time (laughs) i don't take the garbage out of the house he's like is there something wrong with you do you just like not like do you not realize that the garbage under the sink needs to be taken out now and i'm like yeah i mean i just feel like you could pack it down a little bit more so i'm just cramming garbage into the top of it until it bothers him to the point where he takes it out (laughs) You're exactly like my kids. They never take the garbage out. And I, I, I stand there in the kitchen. I scream, does nobody know how to take the garbage out of this kitchen? What's wrong with you children? Well, look, he is the one who originally when we like kind of fell into these roles would really take a long time to do all of the other tasks so that I would get to the point where, okay, well, the last thing to do is clean the washroom because he will not wash the washroom. He hates it. He can't stand it. He just, yeah. he simply will not wash the, the bathroom. If that's something that needs to be done, he will find something else to do or he will take his sweet time vacuuming the house. Yeah, I don't like doing, I don't like vacuuming. I, I don't mm-hmm. like uh, sweeping. I don't like cleaning like things like the bathrooms. Hey, it's... guess what, Stu? Your wife doesn't like doing those things either. Well. <laughs> just because we don't like to do something doesn't mean that we just don't have to do it. I disagree with you. Okay. Uh, so what are we asking this morning? Uh, well, we just want to know how the breakdown of the roles go in your house when it comes to, you know, those, those daily, weekly tasks that need to be done, the household chores, who does what at your place? Because it is clearly different in each household as we have just experienced. Give us a call at 750-1100 or you can text it in at 10 We figured out the key to getting out of the household chores, weekly tasks, that you don't like to do, there's a way that you can get out of them, and uh, we'll reveal that next. But we're talking about how these chores kind of get split in your household. Who does what when it comes to uh, your place? If I want it done right, in my house I do everything, but I don't do everything. I, I concentrate on the dishwasher and the kitchen. My wife takes care of everything else. Uh, Mark Gagnon replies on her Facebook page, Sometimes my mom pays surprise visits and does some of the chores around my house. Hashtag, I feel shame. Oh, you know what? If I lived a lot closer, because I know my mom does this, she will go over to my sister's place. She'll go over to like my sister-in-law's place. And she'll just like go there and she'll clean. And it's not like she's trying to make you feel bad. She just knows. They have four kids. They have three kids. They've got busy lives. And they're just like, she's just like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll clean up for you. Oh, that's awesome. I don't live close enough nearby that when I do eventually have kids, that this won't be happening, unfortunately. <laughs> You're going to make your kids nice. clean when they're two. Well, that's the thing. So, uh, you know, Stu, we never talked about what your kids do in your house. Uh, sweet bleep all. Yeah, they don't do anything? Like, they uh, have zero chores that they have to do? That is correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> because a few a few people have figured this out. Um, uh, Elena says, you know, it's me and the kids. I have yeah. chores for them to do weekly, and then I do the rest. And in the summer, especially, we kind of really get on board with that schedule. The kids are not school. And I know your son just got a job, but he's not working full time. He still doesn't have any chores to do around the house. Hang on a second. It's not that they can't do the chores. I don't want them doing the chores because they'll never they'll never clean the kitchen the way I like. And I'll be all over them. Like my daughter will say, you're just going to yell at me because I don't do it properly. I said, no, you don't do it properly. I do it properly. I'm a control freak around the kitchen. You just have to teach them how to to clean it to your standard. Teach them to do it right, Stu. But I've tried, and I'm not a great teacher. Mm, Okay. Well, it seems like that's kind of what has happened with uh, a few other people. And that's how you get out of the chores that you don't want to do. Brittany says, I do the cooking, laundry, and dishes because he doesn't do it right. (laughs) And he does the rest. Vicky says, me. I kind of don't mind, you know, it's better than repeating what needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the logic that if you don't want to do, I think, I swear this is what Adam did to me because he does a horrible job cleaning the bathroom and it's just, I always have to go in there and, and fix whatever he's done and it's gotten to the point where he just doesn't even try. Uh, he doesn't like cleaning the bathroom, so he will do other jobs before he even steps foot in there. And on the odd occasion, he will clean the toilet. And still doesn't do it right. <laughs> and then that's the problem. It's never done to your specifications. We don't do it right like like you do it. Oh, I'm sorry, but if I can still see dirt somewhere, it's not cleaned properly, okay? Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Dream job alert. If you are a book lover, you love the beach, uh, you need to apply for this job, and today is the deadline. It is called the Barefoot Bookseller, and there is a luxury five-star resort uh, in the Maldives that is looking for a live-in bookseller. So you live on the resort, and you sell books. You read books. You talk with people who love books. You host authors uh, for events. And you do it for an entire year living in one of the most beautiful places in the world. How much? I don't know how much money you make, but does it really matter? <laughs> because they're going to put you up in a five-star resort in the Maldives? Like, who cares if you're making that much money? I'd be the kind of guy that would get this job and I wouldn't read a single book. Well, you probably wouldn't get this job then, too. <laughs> Anyways, uh, today is the final day to um, apply. If you're interested, uh, check out the Barefoot Bookseller to apply. Now, um, this was a relationship that I don't know if anyone really truly thought was going to result in marriage. It was an interesting one, to say the least. But Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, no more. I was sad when I heard that because I like Pete Davidson. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, It seemed like they were having a good relationship. They were posting lots of photos, having fun together. Um, Apparently, they have decided to call it quits and just stay friends. They have a lot of love and respect for one another. They say that Kim is kind of the one who initiated this whole breakup, but it just really didn't make sense for them. Uh, Pete is in Australia right now filming a movie. She is, of course, like living her life with four children Trying to become a lawyer. Like, how do they even have any time to have a relationship? They're literally living on opposite sides of the world right now. So they do say that that uh, is part of the reason why uh, they're no longer together. It was about a nine-month relationship. Kim's got four kids? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, she's got four kids. Like, wow. girl's busy. So I don't know how you have time for a relationship with a young guy who is working in Australia and living there. He's shooting yeah. a movie there. Like, I don't know how you have time for that. But, you know, there's a couple of things in question now that are a little awkward. I mean, how many tattoos did Pete get <laughs> that are, like, related to Kim? He has one that says, my girl is a lawyer. He's got um, her name branded as a scar on his chest and apparently most recently got the names Jasmine and Aladdin with an infinity sign in the middle because, of course, those are the characters that they played on SNL when they actually met and started dating. Like, what do you, what do, you do with those tattoos now? You, you keep them on. It's a memory. <laughs> okay well also it will be a memory walking down memory lane for them when um pete shows up on the show the kardashians which will be premiering in september of 20 uh, september 22nd now they need to relive their relationship too because he finally got on the show (laughs) i don't know this just has awkward written all over it but yeah their relationship's over and we'll see which celebrity pete gets next he's got a pretty good track record time are you ready word wars on move 100 all right all right all right janelle who's made the cut today okay so we have on the line with us donald and uh dana this morning so dana made it through first we'll let her pick her categories good morning dana good morning how are you excellent you ready to win i'm ready are you ready I'm always ready. <laughs> uh, Janelle, cho- choice of categories, please. Well, thank you to Lindsay from Barhaven for sending oh, in our categories this no, morning. No, <laughs> no, not Lindsay from Barhaven. Uh, so your category, Dana, is either double E or double T, as in Tammy. Double E or, double, or double what, sorry? T, as in Tammy. Uh, double E. E, okay. All right. <clears throat> Three, two, one. It's not T, it's... It's not what? It's, it's not a cup of tea. It's a cup of? A coffee. Yes. And uh, this is a type of uh, vehicle. It's got, uh, it's it's an outdoor vehicle. Um, outdoor vehicle, W-E. Okay, skip uh, it. Uh, uh, this is a hockey, uh, the guy with the stripes. Uh, goal, uh, referee. Yes. And, uh, ooh, uh, you're going to get a good night of? Rest. Uh, the other thing, uh, yes. Sleep. Sleep is right. Yeah. Yeah, she got sleep. Just in time of the buzzer. Um, yeah, so you guys ended up with three. An okay score. The... Did she get Jeep or no? She did not. No. Okay. No. Thank you. Good no. job. No, no. I'm a Barhaven Ford guy. That's why. <laughs> All right. So uh, hang on the line, Dana, and we'll see if three can clinch the win for you. You never know. All right. And we'll say good morning to Donald. Good morning, Donald. Hello. Can you beat three? I'm pl- planning on it. Okay, let's go. Uh, uh, the category again, Janelle, is? Double T. Okay, double T. Three, two, one. You spread this on your toast. Uh, not oh, margarine. Yeah. Not margarine. Butter. Yes, and uh, you're going to uh, take a nice long... You do this in golf. In golf. Okay. Um, oh. Your ball is going down the... Um... Okay, you're going to mail a, think double T, yes, Uh, you got it, Uh, and this is what you throw, trying to get, this is Lindsay from Barhaven sending in bad categories, it's not on me. (laughs) I don't think they were so bad. How many did did Donald Um, get? Donald, the words that uh, you didn't end up getting, the golf one was putt. Yeah. 
And oh. the other letter or the other word was uh, your ball goes down the gutter. Yes. The gutter. So you guys only ended up with two, Oof. unfortunately. Sorry, Donald. Not a win for you today. Try again later. It works, Dana. Woohoo! Three got you Good the job, win. Donald. <laughs> Thank you. And who's the man now, Dana? <laughs> Good job, Stu. Good job, Dana. <laughs> what does Dana want? All right. Well, we've got a $50 Magic Cuts gift card for you. Ooh. And you'll be entered into our grand prize draw for haircuts for a year, which is valued at 300 bucks. Awesome. Thank you so much. Every morning when I wake up, Ottawa's Move 100. When Janelle just teased that we're bringing something back we haven't done in four years, I immediately went to the work email and checked because I had no idea what you were talking about. And I see we're bringing back the wine tour. Yeah, so this actually is something that hasn't even happened since I've been here, and I've been here for almost four years, and I've heard you guys talk about these legendary wine tours with all the listeners out in Prince Edward County. Like, it just sounds like so much fun. It is the best. We pick you up early in the morning. We leave from the Byward Market. We take a big coach bus, and we ride in style all the way to Prince Edward County, just under three hours. And when we get there, we, we hop from winery to winery. We go to four wineries. Oh, boy. And <laughs> every like an afternoon. <laughs> every winery, you get uh, a couple of bottles. Yeah. Well, you'd be doing all, all of your sampling and tastings yes. and uh, not spitting it out like they tell you to, right? No. <laughs> it's not fufu shishi. It's like normal. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you don't know wine. I don't know wine mm-hmm. for bleep. I, I don't. I, I've had expensive bottles and I've had cheap bottles. To me, it's all the same. It comes out of a bottle, tastes good, I'm fine with it. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. You don't need to know anything. I mean, I guess that's, I, I suppose that's the, the beauty of going on a wine tour. They'll they'll teach you along the yeah. way and you learn a few things. But I think the best part about it is is that you just get to, you get to take a friend along with you and just kind of have like either a girl's day, you could do it with your mom, your sister, you could do it with your husband, like anyone. And it's the best because, number one, uh, you're not driving. You got a DD. You got a DD. <laughs> and number two, you get free wine. Yeah, and I've never actually been to Prince Edward County before. Oh, but it's stunning. Yeah. Uh, every every spot we go to is beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is uh, our summer wind-down wine tour. Stu, can you say that three times fast? <laughs> summer wind-down wine tour. Okay, you did it. <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister. So uh, we're going to get into this next week is kind of how um, you can win your way into it. We're going to be giving you some code words that you've got to be listening for uh, starting off at 7 o'clock in the morning. And we'll give you four opportunities to get yourself entered in yeah. for you and a friend to do our summer wind down wine tour. Anybody who's been on this in the past knows what we're talking about. It's it's one of the most, it's probably one of the most popular. Co- popular contest we do here on Move 100. I'm so excited that I can finally do it. <laughs> it starts next week. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? A baby photo has gone viral online after a mom in Ireland shared the photo of her baby daughter who just so happens to look a whole lot like Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, my gosh. you got to look at this comparison side by side. 
I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing. Like, you know, the do you want your baby to look, your baby girl to look like Woody Harrelson? Yeah, but it's Woody Harrelson. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, he saw the photo and he has responded in a very heartfelt way. He wrote a poem for her. Oh. He says, you're an adorable child, flattered to be compared. You have a wonderful smile. I just wish I had your hair. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of hair... Did you know that there is a kids mullet championship that happens each year? Let me guess. In Florida? In the U.S. So, like, the entire country, you of can course. apply for this. Of and course. they have now narrowed it down to the top 25 best mullets on kids. And uh, they're looking for people to vote. They have an official Facebook page. So, search the USA Kids Mullet Championships. And you will find all of these beautiful, luscious locks of hair. Honestly, it's just a good laugh to check out some of these finalists. Like, some of these kids are, like, two years old. Some of them are older. And they're all rocking this. And um, It's cute when you're young, but as you get older, it's not... No, you don't want to rock the mullet when you're older. And these kids are going to look back on these photos one day and hopefully laugh. Because their parents have them groomed and, you know, they're really nice. Some of them are long. Some of them are a little bit shorter. Some of them with beautiful curly hair. Um, so do yourself a favor. Check out the top 25 finalists for the U.S. Mullet Championship. <laughs> mullet. Just that uh, word alone. Mullet. I know. It's awful. But, you know, there is a good cause behind all of this. These kids have actually uh, raised $3,500 and it will be going toward a uh, charity, um, Maggie's Wigs for Kids uh, oh. in Michigan. So yeah. it is for a good cause. But yeah. if you want to check it out, their Facebook page, the USA Kids Mullet Championships for a good laugh. And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Now, as a lifeguard, you're in the pool area to save lives. Correct. But this 18-year-old lifeguard was there to help deliver a life. What? So this happened down in Colorado at a YMCA pool. Lifeguards there. She notices a very pregnant woman and her husband come into the pool, and it's just kind of keeping an eye on them. And um, you know, since all of this has happened, the husband said the biggest reason they were there is because uh, she was just really uncomfortable, and the way that she felt the most comfortable was being in the pool she was past her due date and was really just hoping to have this baby but wanted to be comfortable so they were taking regular trips to the ymca pool to just provide her with some comfort in the last week or so of her pregnancy well uh pretty quick after she got into the pool uh she starts crawling out of the pool the lifeguard natalie notices Okay, maybe I should go over there and check on them and see what's going on. Turns out her water had broken moments after she crawled out of the pool. And Natalie, at 18 years old, just kicks it into action. She keeps her calm. She, you know, is contacting the front desk for some extra help. She's grabbing towels. She's getting the first aid kit that they have to just be of any sort of help. She has no idea what she's doing. Well, I think I think as a lifeguard, she's putting all of her training to, in, in yes, tests. Yes, but she's not, she's not been trained no. on how to do this. No. Uh, the husband's, meanwhile, on the phone calling 911 and getting the paramedics there. And basically they are like, well, we're having the baby 
here. And um, Natalie kept her cool throughout the entire thing. And they said it was so nice to have her there because they could really just focus on the two of them and having the baby and Natalie was there for support and keeping them comfortable. So, um, you know, she stayed on the phone with uh, the 911 operators as well. And um, they had the baby on the poolside floor, like right on the concrete. Right what a story. Steps from the pool at the YMCA. Um, and they, you know, made sure the baby was breathing and all of that. And through the help with the 911 operator telling them what to look for, uh, they were able to successfully have their baby boy that they have named Toby. Uh, luckily, there were no complications in the delivery. The paramedics showed up moments after he was born to finish everything else off, check him out and make sure everything was okay. And um, Natalie says that she's now going to like keep in touch. And of course, this is going to be a story she tells for years and an incredible memory. Uh, But she hopes to, you know, send Toby birthday cards because that's a day she is literally never going to forget every single year when his birthday rolls around. So a really sweet story and just really great to see you know, she kept her composure at 18 years old, saving lives in the pool or delivering babies by the pool. <laughs> and that's all the feels on Move 100.